Hey, Chad with Breakthrough here. And today I want to share a quick story with you. Last week I was talking with an owner and they said, you know, all this marketing stuff is great, but I don't want to feel salesy. And I want to talk today in this video about where that comes from, uh, because I've been through this myself and there was a time where, you know, I didn't want to look at sales or marketing processes. I knew that I had a new patient problem. I was trying to solve that, but um, I couldn't really think my way through that, kind of blocking myself from success. And then I want to talk about pitfalls that we make with uh, sales and marketing, specifically when we're going direct to the consumer with direct access marketing. Um, and just as a quick reminder, I have a ton of uh, free valuable resources and tools for you over at learnwithbreakthrough.com. If you're considering uh, diversifying where you're getting your new patients from and you want to completely control your new patient flow, head on over there. I have a lot of goodies for you. You can check that out. Anyhow, for uh, any time that I hear an owner say this, and again, I've said this myself, I've heard hundreds of other owners say the same thing. Uh, you know, we're physical therapists, we're good people, we wanna help people in pain get back to normal naturally with conservative care, primarily PT, right? So why do we, where does this come from? Why do we feel this way? Well, when I hear an owner say this, um, you know, what I really hear is, I don't like to pressure people into doing things that they don't wanna do, right? So. Uh, many times this comes down to how we are personally handling this and I'll talk about that more in a second so maybe we've been pressured in the past um, or we have we've felt resistance from somebody maybe they had a past bad experience uh, maybe you know they're not really looking to do PT maybe they have some sort of objection and we set our piece and then they chose not to schedule so now we feel bad about it and what we what we say is, I don't want to be a, a salesman. I don't want to be too salesy, something like that. So just one second, uh, let's talk about what the other person is going through, what the patient is going through, right? The client, whatever you call them, right? They're in pain, right? So they have pain. Uh, if you don't treat pain, maybe you treat uh, vestibular issues or uh, incontinence or lymphedema, something like that. But anyhow, there's some sort of pain point that they have, right? They're not happy. They're looking for your help and you're the expert, you're the authority, you're the, um, the person that can help them with this. So they see an ad there or maybe they it's word of mouth and somebody tells them about you or they pick up some piece of value. Uh, they read your book or they, uh, you know, they watch a video of you or, or they come to a workshop, something like that, right? So you're providing them value. There's some sort of mechanism that they're raising their hand and saying, yes, I have this problem and I want your help. They then call your office, right? There's a whole process and system that we have around that, but they're calling your office and ultimately they're scheduling an initial appointment, right? That initial appointment happens. You walk into the room, they're there. We teach something called the seven step killer exam. All of our therapists do it. I know there are hundreds of other owners um, and there are therapists that are doing this as well, but it's just a systematic way to go through that, that first encounter, that initial appointment. Right, And we get to a point where we're basically presenting a plan of care and we're saying, here's what successful treatment looks like for you. We've seen this condition before, uh, you know, whether it's back pain, neck pain, shoulder problems, hip issues, osteoarthritis in the knee, ankle sprain, whatever that is, this is what successful treatment looks like and we hope that person agrees. Right Now, if we haven't done a lot of work up to this point, uh, we're going to be in trouble when we get here. Right? If we haven't gone about it in an organized way, we're going to put a ton of pressure on what we say to the person, on the directives that we give them. If we've done our homework here, 
up front through the first four steps, this is a piece of cake. And it's a really important point that I want you to understand because if we haven't done our homework up to this point, we don't have marketing, we don't have positioning, we don't have indoctrination, when we get to this point, we're gonna feel like we're really being salesy or we're being pushy, for lack of a better term. If we've done our homework, this is cake, and we just say, hey, by the way, here's the plan of care, this is what successful treatment looks like, and we're gonna, we're gonna roll right through with it. Um, and then we have the, the plan of care, they stick to their plan of care, they meet their goals, they're back to normal, they graduate, they leave a Google review, they send a ton of other people to you, etc. So this is kind of our make or break point right here, right? And it really matters what we do beforehand. And so when I talk about this, marketing and sales, uh, there's a relationship there. And what a lot of therapists do is they kind of neglect this, right? That's a pitfall. I'm not going to, and by the way, a really simple way to think about marketing is uh, positioning, right? So how is physical therapy positioned in the, in the marketplace? Well, in the macro healthcare landscape, it's positioned as conservative care, right? It's not invasive. We're not talking about unnecessary medications, injections, or surgery. It's significantly less expensive than many other medical uh, or healthcare treatment options. So it's, uh, you know, very low side effects, et cetera. Uh, it's a low threshold, so that's how we're positioned uh, in general. How you position yourself, that's what we can help a lot with, um, is you wanna build authority, celebrity, and expertise in specific uh, niche markets. That's usually around a diagnosis, but we wanna have marketing beforehand and then sales. If we have lots of uh, emphasis here and we do our homework here, the pressure here decreases significantly. If we don't do our homework here, then the pressure on our sales ability goes up a lot. And there's one more thing that I wanna say about sales. Um, most of us as healthcare providers, as physical therapists, uh, when we think of sales, we think about things, the right things to say to people. And unfortunately, that isn't good sales, right? That's, that relies on charm and charisma and a whole bunch of things that we don't have naturally. A better way to think of sales is asking the right questions um, that, help somebody understand that we know what we're doing. So imagine uh, imagine this is a flashlight, right? So if I'm the therapist and you're the patient and I'm shining the flashlight on you the whole time, this sales process is gonna go very easy. You're gonna understand the plan of care. I'm gonna ask good questions that you understand that I know what I'm talking about. Um, where if I shine the flashlight on me and I talk about how great we are, and I'm giving you directives the whole time, and the, the focus is here, you're not gonna feel real good about signing up for eight visits, 12 visits, uh, or whatever the plan of care is, right? But if I do my job as a clinician and I'm shining the flashlight on you, I'm asking you good questions, and let me give you a, 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 just a quick example off the top of my head. Um, very recently, I saw somebody walking around with hip pain, and I just said, hey, what's going on with your hip? Now, what's funny is I was actually the patient in this scenario, and it was a, a clinician who was <laughs> seeing me. I said, hey, what's going on with your hip? And she said, well, it's been bo bothering me. And I said, well, how long has it been bothering you? And she gave me the answer. And I said, well, day to day, when does it bother you the most? And she said, well, when I sit, when I cross my legs, and also if I'm, if I'm standing on it for a while. And I said, okay, so what have you tried for treatment, right? So that's what I'm talking about with that flashlight principle. My focus is on you as the clinician. And by the way, uh, very little sales effort 
I just asked probably six or seven questions and she ended up scheduling an appointment, coming in uh, for treatment. She did really well and then she brought in her husband as well. So that's what I'm talking about. I didn't say, hey, by the way, did you know that we're the premier rehab provider in all of central Pennsylvania? We actually specialize in hip arthritis, and, right? I didn't give her directives. I didn't give her didactic information or give her a lecture. I just asked her some very key questions. Later on, I said, hey, by the way, why'd you schedule? And she said, well, I knew from the five or six questions you asked me that you knew that you've seen this before and you were an expert in it. I said, hey, great. But anyhow, that's what I'm talking about, that marketing and sales relationship. Huge effort here is what we want to do if we're being scientific about this. So we're taking that sales pressure off. We're removing it off of us. And if there is any sales pressure at all, it's just data collection and we're asking questions, good questions. The next thing I want to talk about is indoctrination. Um, when I walk in the room uh, as a physical therapist, I want that person to know me already. And if they don't know me already, if they haven't seen me, if they haven't, uh, you know, read my book or know that I've written a book, if they had, haven't seen me on videos or, or watched a video or haven't heard uh, somebody else in the community talking about me, I have to do a lot more work in the sales process. And I don't want to do that. I, I don't like sales just like you, right? I don't want to have to do that. I want it to be very, very smooth. So that's why we have all this valuable content out there. Um, we have a ton of videos, we have reports, we, we run workshops everywhere in the community um, or as, as many places as we can, right? We built that authority, celebrity, and expertise. And if you do the work there in building that authority, celebrity, expertise, same thing. It's going to dramatically decrease your sales pressure. So that's pitfall number two is a lot of therapists, they just ignore this altogether. They expect it to happen, right? People should just know who we are as PTs. That's junk, that doesn't work. And then finally, um, we have a bad history ourselves with sales. So, you know, maybe we, maybe we bought a, a vehicle that we, uh, you know, a car or an SUV that we kind of felt uh, in the end, we felt screwed. Um, maybe we bought uh, another large purchase. Maybe we've done a course that didn't really live up to expectations. Maybe we bought a house or uh, you know, even if it's a small item, um, maybe we were kind of duped, right? So we felt deceived by that person. Now we have this jaded thought about what sales and marketing is because we've been the sucker. Um, or we've been in a situation where we didn't really believe in what we were doing and we convinced somebody to do something that wasn't within their best interest. So that's another consideration as well. That's beyond the scope, but if that's there, if you have if you have a bad history of sales, you're going to want to identify it. Again, every single time, go back to you believe in the service that you're providing somebody, right? You if you were if the roles were reversed, you would sign up for a PT plan of care, right? And so you believe in what we're doing. You know that uh, you can help people in pain get back to normal naturally without unnecessary medications, injections, and surgery. So just go back to that every time. Now. Once you have that as the context, how can you set this up for maximum success? Just to recap again, you, you have increased work here, um, increased emphasis and focus on setting up good marketing and setting up good indoctrination. Dramatically decreases the pressure on your sales effort. And then what's gonna happen over time as you continue to improve this and you work on this process and work on your business is you're gonna have more people coming in like this, you're gonna be attracting more people, 
um, that are going to make it the whole way through this process. You're going to get to the seven step killer exam. It's going to be an easy conversion over to successful plan of care, and you're going to have more people graduating their plan of care on the back end, which by the way, feeds that marketing and indoctrination machine. And again, takes even more sales prop sales pressure off for you as you go along. Uh, finally, I want to leave you with, you know, as you're going throughout your journey, you can learn with us or at learnwithbreakthrough.com. Again, lots of tools and resources there specifically around direct access marketing. Um, anyhow, if you do have this concern, you know, I, I don't want to feel salesy. I, I just think that I should be able to rely on high quality of care and word of mouth referrals, and that's not working out real, real well for you. Head on over there, lots of tools and resources. We've all been there. We're in the same boat. Um, and by the way, we can grow in this together. So lots of good resources over there. Anyhow, hope you really enjoyed this video and I hope it helps you in your private practice journey. This is Chad Madden with Breakthrough and thank you for watching. If you found this helpful and you wanna learn more, then head over to learnwithbreakthrough.com to access our free in-depth training tutorials. That's learnwithbreakthrough.com. Thanks again for tuning in.